Welcome to the Functional Medicine Radio Show with your host, Dr. Carrie Drizga, known internationally as the Functional Medicine Doc. Dr. Carrie is committed to helping patients find the root cause of their health problems and fixing the cause with natural treatments so they can feel normal again. Dr. Carrie is the founder of Functional Medicine Ontario and is the author of the hit book, Reclaim Your Energy and Feel Normal Again. Please welcome your host, Dr. Carrie Drizga. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Functional Medicine Radio Show, the only internet radio show dedicated to giving you real solutions to improve your health. Not only are they real solutions, but they are natural solutions as well, because as you know, the one and only true wealth you have is your health. I'm your host, Dr. Carrie Drizga, the Functional Medicine Doc, and I'm committed to helping you find the root cause of your health problem, fix the cause with natural treatments so you can feel normal again and live your life to the fullest. Just a quick bit of housekeeping before I introduce today's special guest. I'm so happy to announce that my first book is now in print. The title is Reclaim Your Energy and Feel Normal Again, Fixing the Root Cause of Your Fatigue with Natural Treatments. I've discovered 14 root causes of fatigue. I like to call them the fatigue factors. And in this book, I explain eight of the 14. I've had some amazing feedback on how easy it is to read and understand. It's not full of technical, doctory language like most books written by doctors are. And of course, the book also includes my own personal fatigue story, along with four other stories from real fatigue cases from my private practice. It's available in paperback and Kindle form, so if you'd like a copy, you can find it on Amazon or on my website, www.drcarry.com. That's it for our housekeeping, so let's get started. I'm very excited about this week's show because my special guest is someone that I greatly admire. Her name is Nicole Kellerman, and she's going to teach us how to lose weight by having more fun. So let me tell you a little bit about Nicole. Nicole wants to live in a world where women actually enjoy the process of losing weight and connecting with their bodies. As a weight loss coach, she's been featured on major websites like The Well-Grounded Life, Your Great Life TV, and The Greatest. When she's not fearlessly, but lovingly, pushing her clients into a lifestyle they dream of, you can find her laughing with friends, connecting with nature, and loving up on her boyfriend and two dogs. Her business, called Wildly Alive Weight Loss, is for women who want to stop dieting reframe their minds so they can reshape their bodies. And her teachings are like nothing you've ever heard. Nicole, thank you so much for being my special guest today on this episode of the Functional Medicine Radio Show. Yeah, I'm really excited to be here. It's going to be great. Nicole, can you tell our listeners about your story? You know, what brought you to helping women around the world start losing weight with your feeling wildly alive? Yeah, so um, my my story is different. It's a little out there, but it's definitely how I got into this place because I was never wildly alive <laughs> by any means. So I um, I grew up in a household that I was never really taught the importance of eating vegetables and taking care of your body. Um, it is what it is. My parents were taught that, so I wasn't taught that. And I got out of high school, and I gained about 30 pounds. And I was just totally, utterly lost on what to do. And so I did what most women would do if they need to lose weight is I did a diet and diet and another diet and another diet and another diet. 
And if anybody has ever dieted, I'm sure there's plenty of people listening who have, they're dreadful. They're horrible. Um, They're very restrictive. They're not fun. And now looking back on it, I realized that after every diet that I did, a notch in my self-esteem was removed. And by the end of it, I just felt like I was a puddle on the floor. I couldn't achieve anything because I never kept the weight off or lost anything, could never stick to it. And um, I saw a commercial for personal training. And by that point, it had been like two years of dieting, getting nowhere, exercising like a freak. Um, And I was like, oh, well, I'm in the gym all the time anyway. Uh, I might as well get paid for it and be a personal trainer. So I called a counselor. I signed up to be a personal trainer that day. And I put down $15,000 to lose weight, in all honesty. I could have cared less about being a personal trainer. I just knew that if I went to school, uh, I would lose the weight. And it sounds irrational and crazy and stupid, and it kind of was. But it, I found my passion and through all of it. So I, I educated myself. I lost the majority of the weight, um, felt really good. And started going out and I uh, had my own personal training business going in home. And I would tell my clients that I was so happy with my new fit body. But the truth is, is that I would come home and I would feel like an utter fraud because I still hated my body. Even though I had lost the majority of the weight, I was still picking and poking and wishing that things were tighter and more toned and different than they were. And so then, being uh, you know the, the determined person that I am... You know, I was still, I'm kind of a curvy girl, so um, I always had, you know, bigger hips, and I was like, you know, if I could get my upper half to match my lower half, I could just be a curvy trainer, and so I did my research, found a good doctor, and I got a breast augmentation, and um, I remember coming out of surgery and being like, okay, okay, Nicole, you have no reasons to not like your body. Like, you're just a curvy trainer. I kept on trying to convince myself of that. Because I was looking at, like, staple personal trainers like Jillian Michaels and stuff to, as my ideal body. But truth be told, that's just not my body type. And so I was like, I'm just a curvy trainer. Everything's fine. You, you can be happy now. And about three, out, or three months out of surgery, I um, was getting ready to go out with a few girlfriends. And I was looking at my closet. And I had tried everything on. And everything made me look fat. <laughs> And that was my fall to my knees, bawling like a baby moment of like, what's going to give? I have spent all this time and energy on dieting, and then I spent $15,000 on uh, personal training school and $8,000 on a breast augmentation, and I'm still not happy. And I kind of just surrendered to the moment. I didn't know really what to do or where to go. And so, surprisingly, um, I had a little universal intervention, and uh, my boyfriend came into my life, you know, very shortly afterwards. So, Zach taught me how to live again, because truth be told, I was your typical type A overachiever, live my life by my to-do list, my checklist. If I could have planned my whole life out, I probably could have. And so, I was very rigid, spontaneity. I didn't know what the heck that was, no way. And so Zach really taught me about going out and living life and having fun. And um, something really beautiful happened with all of that is I lost any extra weight that I was carrying around, still not perfect, let me make that very loud and clear. 
I found love and compassion for my body and all of her imperfections and what she does give to me and that she gives me the ability to go on hikes and walks and biking and having fun. And my relationship with food changed as well because I was no longer disciplining and rewarding myself with it. I just saw food as merely as something that nourished me to live and to feel good. And so that's kind of how my business evolved into Wildly Alive is I teach what I need. <laughs> and I am definitely have been known to, to be the girl that takes life too seriously. And what I found is when you really go out and have fun and enjoy life, your body kind of automatically does the work itself. I feel like it's that emotional obsession and stress around dieting and trying to just do things quote unquote right and what all the experts say that was actually keeping a lot of the weight on was just that that stress and obsession. So Nicole, thank you for sharing your story. I know it resonates with so many of our listeners. I mean, we, I, I know myself too, like there are times when I am just too serious about life and we could all have mm -hmm. more fun, but I know, especially with <laughs> listeners who are struggling like you were in the weight loss and, and with your body image. Um, so there are many reasons why women get stuck and, and can't lose weight very successfully. So why do you think those are and and what would you say is the number one thing you see women doing that keeps them from releasing that weight? Mm, okay. It's all about being able to listen and connect to your body. That is the key to weight loss. It's not what your nutritionist says. It's not what your doctor says. It's not what your personal trainer says. It's what your body says. You are, you are your best doctor, as we've all heard. And you know your body best. And so when you can tune in and listen to her, I like to personify her because when you personify your body, it's a lot easier to listen. When you see that your body has its own innate wisdom. Um, and so when you really start to open up the lines of communication with you and your body and understand what she's saying, then, you know, weight loss really does become a lot easier. And one of the great tools that I give, because I know a lot of women are like, oh, yeah, this whole idea of intuitive eating and being intuitive and listening to your body, that all sounds great, but I don't know how the heck to do that. Totally get it. Totally understand. We are conditioned not to listen to our bodies, just to like pop up into our head and just, you know, analyze and overanalyze and reanalyze everything that's going on and information and Google it. You know, like we're just taught to think our way through things when the truth is, is we, if we just shut off our mind and sink into our bodies, the wisdom and the answers are already within us, which is so beautiful. And so one of the great tools that I give that help women start to give them the ability to listen to their body is what I like to call and what scientists call becoming conscious of the unconscious. So this is being aware of your ego. And a really great tool to figure out um, your ego and if it's talking or if it's your wisdom is by personifying it. So in my business, we call her Helga but you can really call your ego whatever you'd like. And in my programs, we even go a little bit further and actually draw her because the more real we can make your ego, the easier it is for you to decipher if it's her talking or if it's 
you, your true self. And it also just gives you the ability to choose something differently because now you have a choice because you can see, oh, wait, I'm not my mind. I have a mind, but I'm not my mind. And it's just a really great, powerful tool to really start choosing the difference. So to recap for our listeners, you said we need to listen and connect with our bodies. And one of the ways that you do that is to give give your subconscious or your ego a name and, and give it mm-hmm. and try and figure out, like you said, try and figure out what the persona really is, even going to the point of drawing, drawing them out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's so fantastic. Yeah. That is fantastic. I really, I really like that approach. And I don't think anybody is doing that. Well, this is, this is the interesting thing about it is I didn't really realize the power of this until a few years down the road. Well, not a few years. Let me just say it was pretty instantaneous that this was a tool I was going to keep in my back pocket for my clients for sure. But I, um, I was working with a client and when I was working with her, she would, I would ask her how things were going and she would say something great, but she would always contradict it with something negative. Like, Oh, I've been going for more runs, but I've been eating so many cupcakes at night like that. And so then I went off to this business training and this woman, we were talking about kind of your limiting beliefs around building a business. This is the beginning stages of my business. And, um, you know, the lady leading the workshop was like, write down all the reasons why you can't be successful. And, um, you know, we went through it and we wrote it down. She's like, all those things are BS, blah, blah, blah. Had to like do a big highlighter BS over every excuse. And a woman stood up and she said, Hey, you know, you know, that voice that's saying all of these, I can'ts to me. She's like, I put a name to her. And I think her name was like, uh, I don't, I don't even know what the name was. And she's like, I decided to name that voice. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is brilliant. This is brilliant. This is brilliant. And so then I got back from the business training and I told this client about it. And I'm like, let's name that voice that is always telling you, like is contradicting all of the positives. Let's just name her. So we named her. And within four weeks, she had lost all the weight that she came to me for. And I was like, whoa, there's some power in this whole tool here that I had no idea. And then when I read Dr. Joe Dispanza's book, Breaking the Habit of, Become, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself, which is an amazing book, um, he, his first step in changing your habits is becoming conscious of the unconscious. And that's exactly what this tool does, which I was like, oh my gosh, hallelujah. I'm like a scientist. I didn't even know it. <laughs> and I'm sure all of our listeners really know that where the rubber hits the road for weight loss is really the space, you know, the space between your ears. It's, it's that internal stuff that's going on inside our brain. Mm-hmm. So, wow. And then, and I can see Nicole, how this uh, well, it applies to weight loss, but this could apply to all different aspects of health. So, mm-hmm. so one of the things you, you say is, um, with, uh, trying to be wildly alive. So, so what do you mean by living wildly so you can lose weight? So it's a lot going into like my story was a beautiful example of how that's possible is when you get out of your head and into your life, 
you and, and you know this as a doctor, our bodies are designed to eat healthy things. Our, our bodies are designed to move on a regular basis. And I feel like the thing that stops us from really doing that is unresolved emotions, stress, anxiety, sadness within our body that um, we are not processing. But when you go out and you hang out with a girlfriend and you laugh till your face hurts <laughs> or um, you make love with your partner or you play with your kids or your dogs, you go on a walk and you enjoy the, the, this beautiful fall, all the trees, you know, like when you do that and you really get out into your life, you naturally, automatically, subconsciously make healthier decisions because you're in a better emotional state. So you deal with your stress with going on a walk instead of running into the freezer for the ice cream. Um, you deal with your stress making love to your partner <laughs> instead of turning on the TV or drowning out the feelings with Facebook. And so it's just living your life and, and really enjoying yourself gives you the ability to process your emotions when things like food, obviously drugs, alcohol, Facebook, busyness, a very socially acceptable addiction, um, email, all of those things just suppress our emotions and keep us stuck physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually on every level. But when you actually go out and live your life, you naturally process your emotions. You're able to access and feel your emotions because you're not numbing out. Okay, so everything you just said, Nicole, makes total sense. So at this point, I'm wondering what would be like three practical steps that could help any woman out there lose weight by just having more fun in their life? Okay. So first, I'm just going to go back to Helga and I really want to highlight her. And I want to really encourage everybody listening to name your ego name her and even maybe go as far as um, writing down some things that she says. So let me tell you when Helga is her loudest. So Helga will be the loudest um, when you are in front of a mirror, when you're getting dressed in the morning, when you are in a room of confident women, absolutely. Um, she will be present when you are tempted with not so healthy foods. She'll be present when you're contemplating moving your body. Um, that's when she comes out. And she plays both sides of the coin here. So she will be the one that tells you to eat the pizza. And then she'll beat you up for eating the pizza. <laughs> it's not very cool. And so I really want you to just take a step outside of your thoughts and recognize when Helga is present in your life and when she's holding you back. And, and it, you don't even necessarily need to take any further step because merely having awareness and stepping outside and being like, whoa, whoa, this is Helga. Okay, this is Helga. Then you usually choose an action that's not in alignment with her, if that makes sense. Because everyone's like, well, what do I do once I figure out it's Helga? Most of the time, you don't want to listen to her because you recognize that it is your ego and your ego is from a place of fear and and constriction and, and not expansion and fun and, you know, living. And so you usually naturally just veer away from her. So just start to be aware of when she comes in. And, you know, a lot of the times when I introduce women to Helga, I will be totally honest, they're kind of depressed at the, at the beginning because they're like, oh, man, holy cow, she's been in my mind almost all the time. 
you know, and it's kind of, it's kind of sad, but the truth is, and what I always say to those women is, but now you, now you can choose differently. Like, thank goodness you were taught this because now you don't have to listen to her. Now you can really start moving into the direction you've always wanted to and not down that same old road. So first and foremost, absolutely name your Helga and just start recognizing and being aware when she comes out. Okay. That's, I think that is something we can all do. And, and we are just sick and tired of beating, of being beaten up and bullied by our Helgas. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So can you give us two other practical tips? Yeah. Okay. So the second one, this is a really fun tip because, you know, with my business and my philosophies towards weight loss, I'm, I'm away from the mechanics. So I don't really talk about um, exercise and nutrition. I, I do talk about it. Let me say that. But I don't focus on that because, you know, even though, you know, I have a background in personal training, it's, it's not, I don't think it's the exercise and it's the nutrition that makes us healthy. I think it's our mindset that makes us healthy. And when our mindset is healthy, the exercise and the nutrition naturally, automatically, subconsciously fall into place. So then there's no willpower or pull or strain or restriction or deprivation or, you know, like there's none of that feeling like I just get knots in my stomach when I think about having to force yourself not to do something or to do something. So when you work on the mindset first, you have to just trust that the other things will start to fall into place. So the second step is how to eat. It's not what to eat. It's how to eat. So um, it's called being a food lover. And this is about eating anything that you want while still being healthy. And if you want to lose weight, lose weight in turn. So I would suggest everyone get out a pen and paper for this because you're going to want to write it down. Ideally, a sticky note because I'm going to want you to put it onto your dining room table or take it, put it in a place where you eat often. So lover is an acronym. And... If this, if I could have figured out how to put this in sequential order, it would have been amazing, but it's not. So it's not in sequential order. It's just what to do in the moment while you're eating. So L stands for look at your food. We all know this just, again, gets that mind-body connection. It got, gets some digestive enzymes produced. It just really gets your body and reminds your mind, hey, it's time to eat. And then O stands for observe what you taste and say thanks. So is it sticky? Is it salty? Is it spicy? What does it taste like? Break down the ingredients with your tongue and really get into the moment and enjoy the food. Because here's the deal. A lot of my clients come to me and say, Nicole, I know, I know why I'm not losing weight. I just love food. It's just so good. I just, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I just can't stop eating it. And then with further research, I find out that they're shoveling food into their mouth they're watching they're watching tv while they're eating and it's just like if you love food so much you might as well give it the time and respect to actually enjoy it okay so I will say that I'm absolutely a food lover (laughs) I my mom always said Nicole we never had any trouble feeding you because you would always eat your brother's leftovers (laughs) and so you know like I, I I am like a born food lover And so when I heard that, when I heard somebody say that, like, if you really love food, why do you shovel it in your mouth? I'm like, whoa, wow, 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 that's true. So observe what you taste, break down the ingredients, and say thanks. 
So again, just bringing some gratuity back to what we're eating. You know, I'm actually getting ready to go on a volunteer trip to Zambia, Africa in the next few weeks. And I know that my relationship with food will transform even more than it has in the last few years. I mean, we all, we don't, we take for granted the fact that we have food at our fingertips all the time, but majority of the world does not have that. And I know I'm going to be in a, you know, a third world country where people value and are so, so, so grateful for food that I want to come back to that as well as like even just an apple. <laughs> I want to be grateful for an apple. So this whole aspect of it is just observe what you taste and say thank, thanks and just come back to like, you know, hopefully you're eating something natural where it grew from the earth and, you know, the soil nourished it and the sun nourished it and somebody had to pick it or pull it and clean it. And, you know, like there's a lot of love in that food and really being grateful for it. Um, v stands for venture in. How is your body responding? So this is a really great tool or component to start listening to your body. This is going to start opening up that communication again. It's like... And, and again, it's not just in the moment, it's also after. So as you're eating, how is it sitting in your stomach? And then 20 minutes later, how are you feeling? Do you have a lot of energy? Cool. Duly noted, you should eat more of that. 20 minutes later, you're gassy, bloated, and tired. Duly noted, that's not agreeing with your body. Don't eat that. Even if nutritionists or whomever is saying that it's really good for you, it's not responding to your body. And we all have different body chemistries. So... Even though it might have been something healthy, there was something in that food that's not agreeing with your body, and you probably shouldn't continue to eat it. Um, and then E stands for eliminate distractions internally and externally. So the guilt, ladies, the guilt, if you're eating something that's not so healthy, not so nutrient-dense, if you're going to eat something that's not very healthy, enjoy it. Taste it. Be a food lover. Because you're going to end up eating less and you're going to actually really enjoy it. I don't know. I was a binger. I don't know if anyone listening, I'm sure some people can relate, but I was a huge binger when I was struggling with my weight. And I would just, I remember I would just shovel food in, shovel, 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 shovel. And I would like finish, you know, ice cream and I'd be like, whoa, I didn't even taste that. What's next? You know? And so if you're going to eat something that's not so healthy, I mean, I'm all about moderation. I'm, t I'm all, I never tell any of my clients they can't have anything unless it's a food sensitivity or allergy. Absolutely. But you know, if you're really going to have like pizza or wine or ice cream or, you know, whatever that is for you, chips, just really enjoy it. Just be a food lover. And, and you're going to end up eating way less and be satisfied much quicker. So eliminate distractions internally, like I said, and then externally turn off the TV, turn off your phone, turn off Facebook, turn on some music, light a candle. I've had a couple of clients say that they really like to read. That's fine as long as you're still being a food lover. There's still that mind-body connection there. You're breaking down the ingredients. You're being grateful. You know, I can, I can see how reading can distract you, but I can also see how reading can relax you. So you have to make sure that your body is relaxed and calm and you're not, like, reading something about terrorism in another country or something like that because that might increase the stress in your body and make you emotionally eat and just wolf down your food. And then R stands for rest your fork and breathe. Just to really bring the breath in, set the fork down. I know I'm not too good at that. I still practice that. It's like, Nicole, put the fork down. Just put the fork down, sister. It's okay. Food is not going to run away. 
So putting the fork down and just really getting again into the moment. Okay, so you talked about naming our ego and then how to eat to be a food lover. So we have time for one more tip, Nicole. So what what would you recommend? Yeah, so the last one is um, what I like to call the FGN, weight loss, weight loss technique, which is feel good now. And even if you don't have weight to lose, this will still be a really fun exercise for you to do. And this is all about reprogramming your mind for healthier habits. So if any of you have seen uh, What the Bleep Do We Know or read the book Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself, the whole quantum physics neuroscience aspect of it is really rewiring your mind for success. And so my goal for you, and and I'm going to give you the link to this success kit where I break down these three steps a little bit more in depth. And also with this third step, you get a a PDF that goes with it. Um, I'll just give it to you, Carrie, and you can put it on the page or whatever. But um, what you do is you want to shoot for three FGNs a day. And an FGN is super simple. So an FGN could be when you're stressed out at work, you go and walk around the building or you load up your iPod with some of your favorite music that you like can't not tap your foot to. Even if you're in the worst mood, you still have to tap your foot. Um, So it's loading up your iPod and listening to a song when you're stressed out or when at night, maybe the sugar cravings are starting to get to you. Instead, you draw a bath. You know, it doesn't have to be something extravagant. It can be something as even as small as just watching a funny YouTube video of like cats or babies laughing um, to just help shift your emotional state of being. And so if we can continue to do this and shoot for, and again, on this PDF, I give you like a hundred different ideas, and then I give you something to track it. If you can get three FGNs a day, you're going to start moving into more of a wildly alive lifestyle, meaning you're going to feel more adventurous, free, fun, you know, and, and just really enjoying life more. And then again, if you need to lose weight, it starts to happen naturally on its own. It's all about that emotional state of being. So we have name your ego, be a food lover and FGN feel good now technique. So Nicole, Mm -hmm. I would love it if you could send me that link and I'll make sure it goes into our podcast notes. So our listeners can easily get that information. Mm-hmm. Nicole. Yep, I'll send it to you. Okay, thank you. Nicole, we're kind of running low on time here. So how can our listeners find out more about you? Yeah, so I would say that my website is probably the best place to go, um, wildlyaliveweightloss.com. Um, and then there's like a quiz on there where you can figure out what type of wildly alive woman you are, which is really fun. It's like my 10 plus years in the, the fitness industry or the health field. Because I found that what happens is women, there's three types of women that sabotage themselves in their own special and unique way. So I found these three little archetypes of women, and then I teach you how to take your strength, I show you your wildly alive strength, and I teach you how to use it in your favor instead of against you, which is most commonly the problem. So there's um, there's that quiz on there, and then I do weekly video blogs on a regular basis as well. Fantastic. Okay, Nicole, thank you so much for being my special guest today. This was an awesome interview. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. 
All right, that wraps up this very special episode of the Functional Medicine Radio Show with Nicole Kellerman. And I want to thank you, our listeners, for tuning in today. And I'd like to invite you back next week for another episode of the Functional Medicine Radio Show. As always, I'm your host, Dr. Carrie Drizga, the Functional Medicine Doc. Have a great week, everyone. You've been listening to the Functional Medicine Radio Show with your host, Dr. Carrie Drizga, known internationally as the Functional Medicine Doc. Dr. Carrie is committed to helping patients find the root cause of their health problems and fixing the cause with natural treatments so they can feel normal again. Dr. Carrie is the founder of Functional Medicine Ontario and is the author of the hit book, Reclaim Your Energy and Feel Normal Again. Please tell your friends about the Functional Medicine Radio Show, and we'll see you next week with more from Dr. Carrie.